The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tupper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 86th birthday today. Happy birthday to one of the greatest Texans of all time, Willie Nelson. Hey, nice. let's go. Happy birthday let's. to former Texas high school football star, <laughs> Willie Nelson. That's true. That's what we all know, that's right? For sure. I think that's, I think that's the uh, correct assessment. Yeah. Com- yes. Heard he transitioned to music, too. It's pretty interesting. Really interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow. Let's see how that works out for him. Yeah. Do you have something to say, Max? Oh, sorry. Uh, first four through the door. Uh, Levi, Ed, and Daniel Agnew, and Brent Homan. What's up, y'all? And sitting to my right, the game to my thrones, our West African prince, it's Ishmael Johnson. So it's a show about chairs? It's, yeah, they just play musical chairs. That's kind of what I figured. In a way, like I guess that is kind of what it is. It's like a violent musical chairs. Because like, I know there's a throne <laughs> that people they, are battling for, so I guess it is why just... They, why don't they just make another chair? Just stop the music. <laughs> Today is... <laughs> Between that and that, that uh, your superhero movie. Oh, Endgame was great. Between that, that's that appears to be all anybody oh, did this weekend. It was great. I saw it twice. So, did you really? Yeah, I wow. saw it once Thursday night, and then uh, my mom. I went home this weekend, and my mom wanted to see it, so I, I, I found tickets in Austin. I don't know so. if I've seen a movie twice in theaters. You guys got since it. like Mama Mia. I haven't seen a single I, one of them. You, you got. What are there? Twenty two. There's twenty two. I haven't seen any of them of oh, the Marvel movies. Yeah, oh, zero. Come on. Yeah. The last guys, Mar- the, the last of my time. I remember seeing the last Marvel movie I saw was the Tobey Maguire, um, <sighs> Spider Man. I remember the, uh, the. Is that in the I cinematic universe? No, no, that isn't. No, they transitioned. Uh, Tom Holland is the new Spider Man. Okay, that's not canon. Um, I don't even know who Tom Holland is. So. Uh, I, I he was in something, but like sure. I remember seeing. He actually goes by Tom Netherlands. Right. Tom Deutschland. Thank you. <laughs> Thank bad, you. Bad, bad, that was good. Joke. That was that was good. Don't, don't but no, I remember seeing the first Iron Man back in 2008 in high school. So it was like this is like a, this is a catch closing chapter of my life. It's really cool. Today is Monday, April 29th, 2019. 213 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 748. 748. Ken Papes OPS in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. 21 games in 1976. That's a San Antonio MacArthur and University of Texas product. On today's show, guys, we are going to discuss the um, the NFL draft, the Texas high school football impact on the NFL draft, including, uh, this is going to stun you guys, but uh, a, a Texas guy went number one <laughs> for the third consecutive year. Yep. We'll get into that. In the back half of the show, Matt Stepp was at a, um, he was at the Star, right? Yeah, the, at star. the star. In Frisco for the um, first of many, many state qualifying tournaments for the 7-on-7. Yeah. Um, Apparently, the, it was slim pickings on coaches. Um, they're all at regional track. A lot of them at regional track. Yeah. Uh, but one of the guys who decided to slum it with Matt Stepp is, uh, <laughs> is Brent Whitson of, of South Grand Prairie. We'll hear from Coach Whitson coming up here in the back half of the show. Uh, you, uh, you barely have a voice left, buddy. 
Yeah, I'm a little sick. Uh, you're always, sick again? I'm just always sick. You're man. just always sick? I'm just always sick. Good lord. Um, and, and, you know, that's a mark of a good party. It was a good good weekend. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, boy, boy, do I love starting off shows, especially Monday shows, on a bummer. Um, nah, man, it's a celebration. Yeah, yeah. if you would indulge me, um, we need to talk about uh, something. Unfortunately, so I was at a wedding, my brother's wedding this weekend, and I woke up on Sunday morning and popped open the Facebook because I wanted to see what people were posting photos of, of the fun wedding. And instead, the first thing I saw was that um, that uh, Roger Emmerich had passed away. Uh, for those who don't know, Roger Emmerich is uh, a, a radio icon, uh, not just in, in Dallas-Fort Worth, uh, but in Texas. Uh, he's a guy who um, you may know as the PA voice of uh, the Dallas Cowboys, he's done that for a, for a long, long time. He's the voice of God. Um, <laughs> he uh, also uh, with with KRLD and the Texas State Networks uh, forever, and a true friend of Texas high school football. This is a guy who is not a Texan um, by birth, but a guy who um, loved and was passionate about Texas high school football. Um, and he 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 died on on Saturday night. We found out from his his son Ted, he is a guy who had a profound profound impact on on my life and my career. He was when I joined Dave Campbell's in 2011. Um, my job was I went during on Friday nights. I would go down and co-host the TSN um, high school scoreboard show uh, with Roger Emmerich, and and here is this Texas Radio Hall of Famer. Um, who is doing this show with some jamoke, <laughs> some jabroni <laughs> who's just walking in, who doesn't, who barely knows anything, and um, he had no business uh, dealing with me, like none. Who cares? Yeah. But he, um, he, he really uh, was a mentor to me, and and really helped me uh, grow as a broadcaster, and and really helped me grow as a Texas high school football person and he was the guy that um whenever i called it refugio on the air he made sure he didn't stop down the show and say hey idiot uh <laughs> instead he just gently nudged me in the right direction he knew there would be a time in the future where there'd be two guys on set to do that for you and he <laughs> did that over and over and over and it was constant encouragement he was relentlessly positive and he absolutely positively would build anyone up and 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 you're you're seeing these tributes pour out for him because he's a guy who did that for everybody and he had a real profound impact on on who i am today in my career um and uh this one hurts a lot um so um yeah we're gonna miss roger emmerich a lot he's a guy who was a friend of texas high school football he was, he was a friend of of dave campbell's texas football and and um, we're going to miss him a lot. And, and Raj, uh, uh, this is the best I could do on short notice, buddy, but, um, but, uh, I'll rock the hat for you. Um, we're going to miss you, King. We're going to miss your partner. And I've been thinking about you a lot. And I know that, um, I know your family's hurting right now. And so, um, we're going to miss you a lot. I'm very selfishly, you know, going to miss you. But I also know that, um, you know, he had lost his wife five years ago and, and I know that was really tough for him. So, um, I'm, I'm happy he's not suffering anymore. So he, he leaves behind a, a he leaves behind a, a son Ted who we're all 
we all want to be his agent. Yeah, and, we all love Ted. And his um, and his his uh, daughter-in-law, uh, Kate, um, and his um, his um, his granddaughter, Jane. And we're just we're thinking about the Emmerich family. So um, I'm sorry to get all teary. This is dumb, but um, <laughs> we're just thinking about your partner, and um, we're gonna miss you. Okay, let's let's clean this up, and we can um, we can move on to actual nonsense now. Um, <laughs> So let's talk about the NFL draft, if we may. Um, the NFL draft went down this um, this Saturday. Well, this weekend. weekend it's, yeah. it's now at a, a whole event. Uh, did the Texans pick anybody? They got a couple. Got a couple guys. I mean the Titans. Titans. The Titans? Yeah, the Titans. Titans got a couple guys. Oh, yeah, messed up. Oh. Um, Titans got to pick a couple guys. Uh, there is a guy pick actually is uh, Derek Roberson from Sam Houston State was an undrafted free agent. So. How about that? Uh, so the um, uh. The NFL draft went down, and Thursday night, um, for the third consecutive year, a Texas high school football product went number one. For the third consecutive year, a Texas high school football Heisman-winning quarterback from Oklahoma mm-hmm. went number one overall. Transfer. Uh, transfer. Transfer to Oklahoma. Transfer from a Texas school to <laughs> Oklahoma. Um, as Kyler Murray from Allen, the two-time Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year, the only multiple-time Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year, um, he uh, he went number one overall to the Cardinals, and then our um, our 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 sweet sweet little boy Ed Oliver. <laughs> I just I'm I'm happy for him that he's rich. Okay, I'm very happy for him that he's rich. Yeah. Why do you have to go to Buffalo? I know. We were talking about this. Uh, it's, it's like, it's he, like he's one of those teams that we just won't see. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> there I'm are like. like ah! There are like anywhere but there. Yeah, there are like six or seven teams in the NFL who are just never on TV down yeah. here. And yeah, that's one of them. Yep. Yeah, hey, we're just never going to see them. We're right. going to see like their yeah. one Thursday game. Yeah, and I guess I guess does every team have a Monday night game? Um, I know every team has a Thursday night game. Every I, team I, has, I think. Yeah, I don't I'm know like, if they get a Monday. They might play the Patriots. I don't know. Yeah, but like, it's we're like, never going to see. We're going to get twice yeah. a year. <laughs> yeah, like never. I don't know. But I mean, again, he went what fourth overall. Yeah. Uh, no, it was uh, ninth. Ninth overall. Ninth overall. But it was still two. like I, I did like he was soaking up the moment. He was definitely like because they had like a nice little long walkway in the, yeah. the, the setup, and so he was like um, his defensive line coach was there from Houston, former mm-hmm. defensive line coach, I believe at Spring Westfield as well. Yeah, um, Corby Makins. Yeah, and he was there, and he gave him a big hug, and he's just like pumped up, walking down, walking up the stairs. So he was like, good, you know, it was. He wasn't I like, want well, him, I'm going to Buffalo. I want Ed Oliver to make the Bills. Be on TV in, in in on my TV more often. Right, that's that's yeah. my goal. That's there a lot go. to ask. So <laughs> even a vet Oliver. <laughs> yes. Um, so um, uh, then, th- but those are the only two in the first round of the NFL draft mm-hmm. uh, from Texas. Uh, Twenty-seven overall, I believe Texans. Greg Little uh, went uh, from Allen and and uh, went to um, Carolina, number thirty-seven. And then we had back to back. The Saints made a trade up to go get Eric McCoy, the center from A and M, the Lufkin product. Uh, ben Bonagu went right after him to, from Prosper, uh, the TCU linebacker. He goes to Indianapolis. Um, then third round. So this was still the second day. Um, there was a, a, then Bobby Evans, the third Allen product. Allen had three kids go in the top 97 picks, one high school. Now, I know it's a huge high school, but still. Uh, So there was that. Texas at that point had seven draft picks. Uh, From there, um, 
fourth, the first pick on fourth on on the day. Hey, uh, hey, Max. Yes. Kyler Murray is going to get to go throw to Hakeem Butler. I know the receiver from I know Corbin Travis. Big fan. That is also going to be fun. L.J. Collier, by the way, also went in the first round. There were three Monday first mogul. Yeah, Monday mogul yeah. uh, graduated the class of twenty five. Uh, he went third. He went. Uh, he went in the first round as well. For some yeah. reason, I skipped over that one. Hundred um, sixth overall defensive end Max Crosby went to the Oakland Raiders. Uh, four pen Mar- or four pen Marshall's uh, Kendall Sheffield, the cornerback, went to the Atlanta Falcons at number hundred eleven overall. Uh, Isaiah Johnson, the cornerback from Brian Rudder, went one hundred twenty ninth overall. Stephenville's uh, Jarrett Stidham went to the New England Patriots, one hundred thirty third overall. Element. Who is Brady's backup like right now? See, it's not Brissett anymore. Yeah, that was gonna be my first guess, right? Oh, jeez. Who has it been lately? I no idea. You know? I'm gonna double check right now. Yeah, they've they've got somebody like it's not Stidham. Stidham's right. like a project for them. Hoyer. Oh, they have Hoyer, Hoyer again. Oh, there you go. <laughs> they have Hoyer again. Yeah. Wow. Maybe Stidham is the backup. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's <laughs> there. Um, then we had a uh, fifth round. Deontay Thompson, the safety of the West Orange Dark, went to Arizona as well. Can you? You think? Uh, you think Cliff's got a type? <laughs> um, Kingsley Kiki from uh, from uh, uh, Texas A&M went 150th overall uh, to the Green Bay Packers. Justin Hollins, another defensive end from Arlington Martin, is going to the Denver Broncos. Um, they know something about uh, edge rushers from mm-hmm. Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, Dalen Mack, the defensive tackle from Gladewater, went to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, and then after that, Charles Aminahu went mm-hmm. to the Texans uh, out of Rowlett. So he's staying home. Uh, EJ Speed, the linebacker from North Crowley, uh, is going to Indianapolis, 164th overall. And finally, in the, or rather in the sixth round, let's see, oh, did I already lose my seventh round? Um, Caden Smith from uh, uh, Flower Mount Marcus went to the 49ers. Travion Williams went way, way, way too late, way later than he should have, but he goes to the Cincinnati Bengals at 182nd overall. Uh, Ameki Egbule, the linebacker, goes uh, out of Galena Park North Shore, goes to the L.A. Chargers. And Rodney Anderson goes to the Cincinnati Bengals as well. They just picked up a bunch of Texas running backs. And then uh, I believe the Texans also picked up uh, Cullen Gillespie, mm-hmm. the uh, the fullback kind of, uh, kind of do-it-all guy yeah. from yeah. there. Um he um, he went to the Texans as well. Overall, I believe there was 27 Texas high school football products. Three in the first round uh, with Murray, Oliver, and Collier going in the first round. Uh, overall, they finished second to Florida. Florida had the most uh, draft picks in this year's draft. So that is your NFL draft recap. We will do it again one year from now. How about that? <laughs> We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to check out TexasFootball.com to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. That's our subscription package. If you like um, football stuff, then may I direct you to this? You get uh, if you just want to get the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. I can actually give you a little bit of breaking news. It will be 11.95 on the sh- on the store sh- store shelf. Watch shelves. out, 11.95 plus tax. If you want to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider and get it mailed to you early, plus a bunch of other great stuff, you can do that at TexasFootball.com. It's the Bible of Texas football. One of the 400, pro- uh, you know, one of the 400 pages uh, profiling every high school football team, college football team in the state. We also have the 2019 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football coming out in 
early December. That profile is uh, more than 400 prospects around the state from the class of 2020, which are kids who are about to finish their senior year, all the way up to the class of 2023, which are kids who are about to finish their freshman year. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including computer rankings of every Texas high school football team, computer projections of every Texas high school football game, access to every Digital versions of every magazine we've ever done at texasfootball.com slash archives. Complete access to our recruiting site, texasfootball.com slash recruiting. Uh, you also get premium podcasts, Texas Football Today extras, uh, all sorts of good stuff. Everything I just listed, the two magazines and the insider content on the site for the low, low price of $19.95 for, for, for the first year. $19.95. Again, it's $11.95 off the shelf. You start doing the math and you're like, oh, oh. Maybe I should just become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. TexasFootball.com slash insider makes great gifts as well to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. It's 7 on 7 season, which means that we are um, deploying Matt Stepp out to, <laughs> to various... harass coaches. <laughs> to, out to various uh, and sundry places around the state of Texas. Uh, he was in Frisco this weekend at the Star at a 7 on 7 state qualifying tournament. Caught up with a number of coaches, one of them. Brent Whitson from the South Grand Prairie Warriors. Here is Matt Stepp's conversation with South Grand Prairie coach Brent Whitson here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, back here at the Star in Frisco at the Frisco 7-on-7 qualifying tournament. Here with the head coach of the South Grand Prairie Warriors, Coach Brent Whitson. Coach, uh, thanks for taking a few minutes to uh, chat with us today. Uh, you bet. Easy. All right. Yeah, uh, we we try to make these things uh, easy on you guys. You guys are working hard. You're you're a very busy guy. You got spring football going on, regional track, softball playoffs going on. I think your baseball team just made the playoffs yes, as well. Uh, but that's a good thing. It means the Warriors are w winning a lot of games, right? The success is contagious. You know, we want all of our people to have excellence. All right, coach. Now uh, seven on seven. Uh, you guys have been playing seven on seven for a while in a, in a local league. This is the first time you've ever done the uh, a state qualifier. Uh, talk about why that why the decision to play uh, in the state qualifier this year and what benefits. It's not real football. We know that, but there are some benefits to it. What are some of the benefits that you feel like you guys can take into real football in the fall? Well, first question: Why uh, kids wanted to? You know, at the end of the day, we want to try to do. Uh, what they want to do if it's, if it's good for them. Uh, and, and the benefits of it is they're competing. You know, like you said before, they're not sitting there with their thumbs on a, a game console. Uh, they're out and competing. Uh, the downside for us is we've got our best six football players uh, in, you know, in regional track or uh, at a combine or on an unofficial visit for the college. But that gives other kids opportunities. So, you know, really for us, we wanted to get out this spring. We had done it uh, a little bit at Richardson. Uh, we've always played. Uh, some of the college invitationals and we you know we've gone out of state a couple times this is our first state qualifier at south grand prairie uh, but we finally have a bunch and i've got a dad that i really really trust uh to run it for us that's the hard part because i mean you want to coach them and you, you know uil rules don't let you coach them so you gotta you're up here with me cheerleading and, and, and you're, you're just like oh oh it, it's pretty tough to, to to watch them compete but not be able to coach them i know because, because you want you want them to have, to have success right I coach the college guys I watch on TV. So, you know, you, when you're watching, you're going to point out things or you should have done this, should have done that. Uh, but, again, it goes back to having people that you trust to handle your kids. And I've told the, the, the people at uh, the Coach Association, UIL forever, give us this. Uh, give us a six-week season that doesn't conflict with spring sports. Uh, now that doesn't conflict so much with spring recruiting because the NCAA has gone wacky and given the spring recruiting thing. Um, and I think that would be more productive. But that's not the rules right now, so we'll work with what we have. All right, now let's talk about spring ball. You guys are, are involved in spring practice. Uh, that's, I know that's going well. The biggest thing, obviously, is to come out of that thing injury-free. But uh, what, what are some of the, the position battles you're looking for young kids to step up in? And can you give Warrior fans a preview of what kind of team they're going to see when you guys take the field this fall? 
have a lot of core retaining uh, returning in the skill side offensively. Defensively, that's what we lost. Uh, we're, we're, we return a bunch of kids up front defensively. Offensively, we don't return but one starter. So in, in short, we're real, rebuilding an offensive line that was very, very good last year. Uh, we're returning kids that played a lot of football. We have got four or five dynamite high school receivers. Uh, but defensively, you know, all our best football players are at Cal, at Ohio State. You know, they're on uh, TV playing on Saturdays, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. And so, so we're looking for that next crew. We're always going to have kids that can play defense because we always have kids that can run. Um, but like today, we're playing seven on seven. Our four best corners are in, at the regional track meet. So we get younger guys taking a shot at it and got some safeties playing corner. But the spring's been good. We're our six workouts in, had our first scrimmage Thursday. You know, cross our fingers, knock on wood, whatever you want to say. We, we, we've been injury free. But, you know, I was talking to a college coach the other day. They said they went through their, their spring relatively injury-free. And I asked him the question, is that because we're smarter? You know, are we smarter about what we do? Are we taking less chances? I mean, I know we want toughness and we want to run into each other. But are we hitting the whistle a little quicker? Or are we uh, having less days where we expose our kids to it? And, and then I think all of our strength and conditioning programs are better in the offseason. Because I mean, these kids come in and they're already in such good shape because of the strength. It's not like the, the old days in the 70s when kids would go out and get jobs and work at, you know, McDonald's or whatever. And then you have to come back and you have to get them into shape. When you guys get them in the spring and then when fall camp breaks, I mean, these kids are, are ready to go, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And, and, you know, the other thing is is that we were all – and I, I don't really like this part of it, but we were so multiple sport oriented back in the past. And you come off the basketball floor or off the wrestling mat and you jump on the spring football – not a good deal, you know, not a good deal from a standpoint of, of expecting contact. I love the fact that the UIL gave us the two acclimation pro, uh, practices now like we have in the fall. Mm-hmm. And now a kid goes out and he runs around and he gets taught in just a helmet and T-shirt. Uh, and then you go run at each other. It was kind of ludicrous in the past that the first day of spring football, you could get after it. Yeah. Uh, coaches loved it, oh, yeah. but it probably wasn't very smart. Uh, how big was it this, this year with the UIL where, they, where in the fall, you know, schools that don't have spring ball, you got to wait a week to start, but you can get your freshmen started uh, right away. That's got to be a nice thing to get your hands on the freshmen and get a week just to love on them and coach them up a little bit, right? It's got to be a huge, big, big benefit, right? When Susan Elza presented that up in Carrollton last year and told us that was coming, it might have been the biggest duh moment of my coaching career uh, because I, I it, it was so obvious that we were missing that, uh, but I never thought of it. And uh, we really enjoyed it. I mean, I took, you know, we had 18 coaches on 85 freshmen. Uh, and you talk about being able to teach things down to the minute detail with those kids who, I don't really care if they've been in your feet or not. They don't know anything. They need, they need that minute detail, don't absolutely, they? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we really enjoyed that week. Um, and it was good for us because we combined that with our, you know, our regular coaches' work week. We worked a freshman. We went back to work and, and got our stuff ready. So when our, our, our varsity kids came through the next week, we were, I think we were better prepared. All right, now final question for you. Now, I'm not going to date you, but you've been around a little bit. You've been, you've been with us for a while coaching, coaching them up. Uh, every coach always is, is a mismatch of, of guys they've worked for and played for in the past uh, and, and influenced them in their coaching style today. Who, who are some of your uh, mentors in the coaching field and who, who's made you kind of the coach you are today? Well, my dad. You know, my dad was a, was a great high school and college coach, uh, worked all across Texas and Oklahoma. Um, I, work, I, I worked and worked with for and played for the McBroom family out of eight Oklahoma and probably the core of what I do comes from them and then I learned about staffing dealing with staff and family from Bob Stoops my son played for Bob and I, I was an Oklahoma guy at the time and really got to spend a lot of time around those guys and you know Bob's Wednesday night family dinners and things were really legendary and then and it just showed me a little bit more about maybe what priorities ought to be um, so I, I probably that offensively Kevin Wilson bottom line Kevin Wilson you can go fast you can do 
traditional offensive things, but go fast. And Kevin's the one that introduced that to us. It's funny, coaches are. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to call you guys thieves, but you guys definitely well, will take. You got. Uh, but I mean, even look, coaches that are competitors. It's it's the the coaching fraternity is interesting because I'll be at coaching clinics, and coaches in the same district will be sitting there on a napkin drawing up plays against each other and, and just talking football. It's it's a, it's a unique fraternity, and you don't see that in very many professions, do you? No, not at all. You know what we? I I tell. Uh, young coaches right now, you need to start making lists of things that you will always do like that guy and things you will never do like that guy. Uh, and that's opponents, that's people that you casually get to know or that you get to see. And, uh, you know, that's how we build our package. Coach, appreciate your time. I'll let you get back to watching your kids. I appreciate what you do for student athletes hey, in the state of Texas. So there you go. Well, you, we'll, we'll get, let you watch them and uh, good luck to the Warriors uh, today and then uh, in the fall. Okay. Thank you very much, Matt. There is Brent Whitson, the head coach of the South Grand Prairie Warriors, catching up with Matt Stepp at a 7-on-7 seven seven tournament this weekend. Um, Stepp was saying, who is the team that impressed him there? Uh, a few impressed him. Uh, I want to say Frisco. Did he mention Frisco? Frisco was one especially that he was surprised by the number of quote-unquote dudes they yeah. got. <laughs> uh, real good players. Uh, mm -hmm. I know Bridgeland showed out, played really well. I think mm -hmm. they were one of the teams that qualified for state. All right, we have three teams that have qualified for state from that tournament, I believe, over the weekend. Uh, Bridgeland's one of them. I have to look back at it again. But uh, the, the train is rolling to College Station. It's go. officially on the tracks. And we'll be there. Did we book hotels? That is supposedly being taken care of by people more responsible than us. Uh, okay. I, well, I suspect the staff meeting will include that note today. Yeah. We'll see. I don't <laughs> think you need to worry about it okay. is what I'm saying. We'll see. I had a conversation on Friday. I think we're good. And now we go to Max Thompson from America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Oh, uh, sorry. Thanks uh, to Coach Brent Woodson. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I probably should have mentioned yeah, that. No, no, no. Now, fine. Max, to your, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, don't worry about it. Would you like a fun fact? Sure. Why do you ask the question you know the answer to? Uh, I just like hearing you say it. <laughs> of course I want a fun fact. Ed McElroy. <laughs> Do you know how many cover boys have been first round draft picks? Ooh. He does. So Ky well oh, of course he does. It's uh, a lot. It's a lot. Is the answer. So Kyler's never been on the cover. Benson. Benson. Vince. Yeah. Is Ward Wait, on the Vince. Are we talking number one overall or first round draft pick? First round draft pick. Oh, yeah, okay. Vince. Yeah, Vince. Okay, Vince. I, was say. Vince. I wouldn't have said Benson either. I'm gonna yeah. say twelve. I'm a more. God. Fifteen. Because you gotta go. You gotta think about like the first twenty years, like dang near all of them. You know. I guess yeah, that's true. true. Oh jeez. Twenty six. Wow. Twenty. Yeah. We've only had fifty nine covers. Yeah. Nice. Twenty. My goodness. There you go, man. Wow. That's crazy. That's pretty wild, right? Patent pretty good. That's a, that, that is a fun fact. Yeah. That's a fact that I found fun. I know. I knew you'd be excited. Here about I am that. having yeah. fun with that fact. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Guy Frazier jumping in to say uh, Denton Braswell also impressed Step. He noticed on Twitter. Yes. He mentioned uh, that. Let's see here. Josh Chapman wants to know, what's the address to renew our subscription again? It is subservice at yes. texasfootball.com. Think about, like, we don't make you type out the word subscription because we don't trust yep. you to spell it. So subservice One at word. texasfootball.com. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Brent Homan thinks Brent Whitson is a great football coach name. That is an excellent name. Yeah. Uh, most Brents I know. Most are, Brents. Most Brents I know yeah. are trustworthy. Most. Not yeah. all, though. Yeah. Uh, Jacob John wants to know, do most coaches prefer to have kids run track or have them in spring football? Yes. I think both. That is the I think, I think, I, I think and that's a, that's a, a you talk, it kind of depends, but I think it has become more and more of a trend for coaches to say, um, 
to, to want them to run track. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, you'll, you, I would say, I don't know if it's universal, but I would say about 75% of coaches, if you talk to them, yeah. they'll say, no, we want you running track. We want our linemen running track. We want yeah. everyone running yeah. track. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't yeah. care who it is. We'll trust you. Like, if you miss some spring ball because of a meet or whatever, it, it still means you've been doing something since January. Yeah, you're <laughs> still working towards the football season. Right. It is good. We'll get you in the summer. Yeah. Uh, Tepper, everyone loved your tribute to Roger. Guy well, Frazier has a you. great story. Great tribute by Tepper. Roger Emmerich spoke at my dad's my dad's best friend's funeral back in 2005. My dad and his be- and his best friend are who introduced me to Texas high school football, and at such a young age, somehow Roger had met my dad's friend through the Texas high school football scene, and it started a friendship. Anyways, I can remember him speaking at the funeral and thinking how cool it was, even as a young kid. Yeah. Shocking news this weekend: he will be missed. Yeah, and and Step even dropped in the Slack over the weekend and said something along the lines of. That the way he got into, like, his introduction to high school football was listening to Craig Way and Roger Emmerich do the Texas State Network's yes, um, that's true. Uh, radio radio show, like mm-hmm. the scoreboard show. And so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been, it's, it's the, the, every, like, it's just astonishing how many people have nice things to say. And yet, if you know Roger, you know it's not, like, you're not surprised. Absolutely yeah. not. Uh, Brent Homan says he is available to start a group hug if we would like. Uh, no. There's We're nobody good. I nobody I'd love to start a group hug more than Brent Homan. And we leave on this today from our good friend Jacob John, who says, quote, anybody can be unhappy. We all can be hurt. Dang it, guys, quit commenting. Oh, I'm no. Read this. <laughs> Hold on. There we go. We can all be hurt. You don't have to be poor to need something or somebody. Rednecks, hippies, misfits, we're all the same. Gay or straight, so what? It doesn't matter to me. We have to be concerned with other people regardless. Willie Nelson. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday, Willie Nelson. There you go. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Brent Whitson of South Grand Prairie. For Max Thompson and Ishmael Johnson, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.